This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Good evening and welcome once again to the Vinyl Vault on ORFM Dunedin 105.4 FM and we're also on 1575 AM. My name's Steve and thanks for joining me as we celebrate the vinyl record every fortnight on a Wednesday, live between 6 and 7 PM. Now in tonight's show we have a special guest and also a special show. Regular listeners here will know Mr Warren Voigt. He has his own show on Saturday afternoon called 360 Degrees Wa- Around Was Rock, which if you're not listening to already, you should be. <laughs> and we collabor- collaborate regularly on shows. Welcome, Warren. Thank you, Steve, and it's great to be here as usual. Looking forward to it. Good to have you. Thank you. So together we've done a couple of shows, or is it three on Power Trios? Three on Power Trios, yeah. and we did another one on something else as well, didn't we? We did four shows on... Guitar Heroes. Yeah, that's it. The six-string kind. That's it. Now we're going to celebrate the bottom end of the sound scale with a celebration of the four-string specialists, the bass guitar maestros. It's all about the bass. (laughs) Your thoughts on the bass, Warren? Well, the bass is integral to certainly rock music, um, and uh, they got by without it for a while, but once rock and roll got started, uh, if you didn't have bass, you didn't have much at all. makes everything sound too thin otherwise. Yeah, too right. So we're going to start things off with one of the greatest bass players of all, Mr John Entwistle of the Who My Generation. People try to put us to death Talking about my generation Just because we get around Talking about my generation Please say do look awful Talking about my generation I hope I die before I get old Dig what we all s- say. I'm not trying to cause a big s- s- sensation. I'm just talking about my t- t- generation. Generation. This is my generation. This is my generation, baby. My, my, my generation. 
Listening to the Vinyl Vault on ORFM Dunedin 105.4 FM. That was the first track on our bass players show with my co-host Mr Warren Voigt. Uh, that was The Who, John Entwistle on bass of course with my generation. So who we got next one? Next up Steve is Geezer Butler, the bassist on uh, Black Sabbath and uh, NIB uh, is the track we're going to hear. Um, this was uh, had an epic bass line and it's the foundation of this, the fourth track on Black Sabbath's self-titled Very Dark, 1970 debut album. And apparently NIB, uh, the meaning of which was one or two things, was either about the uh, devil becoming incarnate and falling in love wow. or it was about uh, Bill Ward's um, um, goatee beard which reminded people of the nib of a pen take your pick on that <laughs> either way it's a friggin great bass line yeah alright here we go Yeah, sorry, we just played the wrong track there. So, <laughs> thank you, Warren. We're just going to flip that record over. This is what happens with vinyl. Uh, uh, so we're going to... No, let's hold that thought. You're right. <laughs> no, it is. It's part, part two, so NIB. So let it go. All right, back to the music.
bit of Black Sabbath there with NIB. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the knock out there. That's a two-part song. Yeah, we got a bit confused, but yeah. uh, we got there in the end. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. it's been a long day, Steve. <laughs> it has been. <laughs> <laughs> so moving right along in our bass player show, we're going to go to one of the founding members of the Almond Brothers Band was uh, Barry Oakley, their bass player. Uh, real sad story about him. Dwayne Allman, the founder of that band, died in 1971 in a motorbike accident, and Barry died pretty much a year later, almost to the day, in a motorcycle accident, just three blocks from where they lost Dwayne. Uh, so Barry has been gone for a long time now, but his son has taken up the mantle, and he started a band with Greg Allman's son and Dickie Betts' son, and they're touring America right now. Uh, so we're going to play a track from uh, the Allman Brothers Band, where Barry Oakley stands out. Uh, it's Whipping Post. Favourite of yours, Warren? Yeah, I, I, all the Allman stuff uh, is just uh, supreme. I mean, what can yeah. I say? Great musicianship. Yeah. So anyway, here we go, Whipping Post.
you're enjoying our salute to the bass players show that was some classic early Allman Brothers band there with Barry Oakley on bass with Whipping Post so Warren what's next? Favourite band of yours I believe oh well (laughs) nice pun Fleetwood Mac Steve they're all favourite Fleetwood Mac Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac in this case the original version of Fleetwood Mac the original version (laughs) yeah so This goes right back to, what, 1967 or something like that. I always thought this song reminds me of Led Zeppelin. Maybe Led Zeppelin was listening to it. Yeah, I I actually, I believe, I agree with you. I think they were actually. Then again, they plagiarised quite a bit of stuff, really, didn't they? I don't think it would surprise anyone. Not to put too fine a point on it. So anyway, we're going to go with Oh Well. This is part one. Oh Well.
jump about the shape I'm in. I can't sing, I ain't pretty, and my legs are thin. But don't ask me what I think of you. I might not give the answers that you want me to. Talk to God, I knew he'd understand. He said, "Stick by me, and I'll be your guiding hand." But don't ask me what I think of you. I might not give the answer that you want me to. Listen to Final Vault on ORFM Dunedin 105.4 FM. That was John McVie, our Fleetwood Mac, bass player on that one, Oh Well, uh, part one. Of course, part two is coming up, but it's a bit of a different sort of song. So anyway, where are we heading next, uh, Warren? Well, a little bird tells me we're going to do Cream Crossroads, Steve. What do you say to that? Uh, Jack Bruce, I mean, he'd be right up there as one of the greatest <laughs> bass players there ever yeah, was. Yeah, he's got to be, absolutely got to be. Fellow yeah. Scotsman as well, Warren. Oh, well, <laughs> won't say fairer than that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's done everything. He was in Cream, and then he was in a band with Gary Moore, who we did a show on yep. a few weeks ago. Yep. Uh, later on, and he's done all sorts of things. But I think Cream was probably the height of his career, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, yeah. Did he get any better than that? Not sure. I think they just um, live on the fact that they're good and they do a lot of good stuff after. Yeah, yeah, they do. So we're going to go here. This was Cream did a version of Robert Johnson's song. Here it is, Crossroads.
Another one bites the dust, Steve. <laughs> yes, that's uh, <laughs> coming out with the puns tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our next one. Yeah. So that was Jack Bruce there with Queen Crossroads. I think Eric was sounding pretty good on guitar yeah, there as well. Incredible. Yeah. Just talking about that. Yeah, great days. Yep. So anyway, yeah, another one bites the dust. We've got Queen coming up next. Yep. John Deacon. Yep, mutual favourite of ours, eh, Steve? Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Love the concert here. Absolutely amazing. And this one, I think, does it, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you know it's a Are shame you? that John Deacon wasn't there, but I think he's yeah. become a bit of a recluse over the years. Yeah, yeah. He can afford to. I, th- I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're going to go back to one of their all-time classics. Here it is. Another one bites the dust. Hey. hey. <laughs>
That was Queen Lear with Another One Bites the Dust, another classic of our bass player's show, episode one of uh, I'm not sure how many. Uh, we could end up doing three shows, one? Three or four, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> now, we've got someone coming up, up next who I'm not too familiar with, so I'll, I'll leave that with Warren. Okay, thanks, Steve. Harry Nelson, Jump Into the Fire. Uh, seven minute, this penultimate track on one of my favourite side twos of any album. The 1971 Nilsson had a gradually detuned bass played by the legendary Herbie Flowers, and the album also had Klaus Vorman and Jim Keltner and um, one or two other notables on it. But anyway, amazing track. Listen to some of the lowest bass ever recorded. All right, let's give it a go.
Hope you're enjoying our salute to the Bass Players Show. Uh, that was Herbie Flowers there playing on a Harry Nielsen track, Jump Into the Fire. With Chris Spedding and Klaus Vollman on the guitar, Steve, too. Oh, wow, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying to Warren, I've got that record, but I didn't really uh, connect with it at first, but I'm certainly going to revisit it now that I've heard that. It's, I suppose it, the time just wasn't right. No. You know, right. And it is now, probably. So. <laughs> Some of the lowest bass ever recorded, apparently. Yeah, yeah, you could really feel it. Yeah, it rattles your guts. It certainly did. <laughs> yeah, we had it turned up pretty loud in here, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> so, who we got next? Susie Quattro, Can uh, the Can. Yeah. The second solo single and first UK number one. Uh, the closing track on her 1973 debut eponymous album, The Queen of Glam and First Lady of Bass, yeah. uh, is formidable on this one, Steve. Yeah, you know, I was a kid, I remember this when it came out. She was on top of the pops, I think. Yeah, she was brilliant. Uh, would that be in the 70s? Yep, 71, 72, 73, that yeah. sort of stuff, yep. I must have been five or six years old, but yeah. I, can, I can remember it. Yeah, black and white. You don't television. look that old, Steve. <laughs> some days I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's some Susie Quattro.
There's some rockin' Susie Quattro there with Can the Can. So, Warren, I think we're almost out of time. We can probably fit one more song in, and it is quite long. So I want to thank you uh, for joining me in the studio tonight. Well, Steve, I want to thank you once again, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure, as always. Thank you. And why wouldn't it be talking about your favourite bass players and music in general? That's right, yeah. So we've decided we're going to do episode two. Yeah. this one yeah so that will be in Warren's show 360 degrees around Was Rock on a Saturday afternoon 3rd of April 3rd of April Stephen 3pm 3pm Steve be there or be square as they say <laughs> eh? and then we'll probably do the third one on this show at some point in the future uh, we'll see how we go anyway it's been really good bringing some of these great bass players to you and one of them one of the greatest of all Roger Waters Oh, <laughs> say no more, you know. You know, they've had one of the biggest selling albums yeah. ever, yeah. Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. He, he, he might have a few areas where you could say, hmm, but bass playing <laughs> is undeniable and probably one of yeah. the greatest tracks that he ever he ever played on. It is, and we saw him in Dunedin. Yeah. Remember? God, it's yeah. gone back three years, yeah. maybe four. Great concert, yeah. great concert. It was great. Yeah. Seeing one of those, just one of the greatest artists of all time on a stage is... It's always great. Yeah. It's good to see him. And I think he played the track we're going to play next. Yeah. He did, didn't he? Money. Yeah, well, it's all about money, Steve. It is. Hey? So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we'll see you next time, and we will leave you with Roger Waters and Money. Cheers. Good night.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.